Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, welcome back to the Gospel for Life in the studio today with us, Pastor Tim Hazel Baker from Middleton First Baptist. I gave you such a bad introduction today. We're so glad that you're here, brother. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. So we have been talking about backsliding um, in the Christian life. Yesterday we talked about how that's different than just kind of stumbling into daily sins or what Paul says in Romans 7, things I don't want to do, I do want to do, vice versa. And you're giving me a very quizzical look here. Did I say something wrong already? No, I, I didn't know if this would be an appropriate time to address some of the backsliding in our listeners. Because <laughs> um, I feel like some some are there and, and I feel like it's our job to help them come out of that that backslidden state and sign um, up for the Reformation Boys Conference. Exactly. I, I was thinking the same thing. Yes. It's something that they need to repent of. Yes, they do. <laughs> well, why don't you tell them how to repent well, of that? Well, you go to ReformationBoise.com. It sounds like penance. It is. <laughs> and you go to that website and find out that the conference is on October 21st and 22nd. Our speakers are Dr. Joel Beakey and Dr. Derek Thomas are speaking on the on the. The topic of the church, the the title of the conference is "O Church Arise," and it is a free conference. With you'll you'll get a door prize by coming to the conference. There is opportunity to win free books. There's opportunities to purchase very inexpensive books. The opportunity to gather with all of these different to people us, to meet us to meet us to put I mean, faces the, to these the Protestant voices. the Protestant equivalent of relics. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you yeah. get any bonus points for walking on your pilgrimage instead of driving? Yes, you do. If you let us know that you've walked all the way from Middleton, <laughs> there'll be an extra bonus for you. But if you do register, it helps us with planning, but it, more importantly, it also um, gets you into drawings for more free things. So yeah. please register, ReformationBoise.com, repent, and... <laughs> Move out of your backslidden <laughs> state. Repentance comes before the signing up. Not, yes, yes, you know. that's right. I don't know if we can recover from this. So. No, probably not. Sorry. <laughs> so um, I'll take full responsibility <laughs> for the tanking of this right. show. No, it's good. It's good. Um, in in all seriousness, uh, you know, someone might say, "Why are you having a show on backsliding?" It's because we want to help our listeners. I mean, mm -hmm. it's so easy to be hidden um, and having a secret life while you're, while you're kind of putting on the show of Christianity, and then you're you're in shame, you're 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 scared, you're you're discouraged, and you don't want to bring that out in the open. And so our 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 hope is that these shows would help you recover from that. Mm -hmm. And and maybe this would be a good time to talk about this. the 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 book of Hebrews has a has a purpose, has a point. It is the most Christ-centered book of the New Testament, um, as far as the person and work of Christ. But it's for a reason, and the reason is that the author to Hebrews is dealing with a congregation that is struggling with 
making a profession of faith but not actually possessing Jesus Christ, that they have the external religion, but they don't have union with Jesus Christ. And the fear of the author of Hebrews is that these people would move into apostasy, that they would completely abandon their profession and end up eternally lost. And he's warning them. And the bottom line is that backsliding and apostasy, at at least in the beginning stages, look identical. Mm -hmm. And so the desire is that as we do these shows, that it's a call to quick quick repentance, quick obedience then. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't want people to end up in the, the territory of, of apostasy. Yeah. Um, and we want to guard them because at the end of the day, backsliding will cost you things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's not something neutral. And so our hope and prayer is that, that even though backsliding, as we talked about yesterday, is common to all, all believers, that it doesn't have to be extensive and our, our hope is that if we can identify some of the causes, if we can talk about examples, if we can talk about the symptoms and, and the, the solutions, that all of this will help us to live more faithful Christian lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you, if you didn't tune into yesterday's show, backsliding is different than the daily stumblings. Backsliding is where you have a season of increasing sin, decrease in godliness. Uh, Phil, you said it's a season of indifference. It's when the cycle of repentance is broken. And so mm-hmm. let's go ahead and give some um, flesh and blood examples of backsliders in Scripture so that our listeners know k- kind of what mm-hmm. we're talking about. So what are some examples of backsliders in Scripture that you would point to? You brought up off the air. The Galatians. Yeah. And and that's fascinating for a couple of reasons. One is the one that you mentioned that I won't steal your thunder. But another reason why it's fascinating in terms of backsliding is because it was for theological reasons. Yeah. It's because keep, people came in with false doctrine yeah. and polluted their theology, and that's what caused their backsliding. Yeah. Yep. Well, they mm-hmm. look. So, so if you put the Galatians next to the, to the Corinthians, you might think, well, the Corinthians were the ones that were back were the backsliders. They were the ones that were going to prostitute temples, and a uh, guy was sleeping with his uh, stepmom, and and all these other sins. And that's true. So there's kind of at least two categories of backsliding. One, kind of the liberal version where you licentiousness. And then secondly, the, the legalist version of backsliding, uh, kind of the Pharisaical Galatian type. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think probably some examples of, of people that everybody knows is you have two. I mentioned earlier that sometimes you can't tell the difference between apostasy and backsliding, and that would be true in Judas and, and Peter. So Judas was living this, this secret life in which he was the treasurer for the disciples. He was skimming money off the top. He was doing all of this these things where if you go back and read the Gospels, knowing how it ends, you, you go, oh, there's a coldness there. Um, there's an indifference. There is a lack of obedience that eventually ends in him taking his own, uh, betraying Jesus Christ and taking his own life, mm-hmm. um, which then reveals his apostasy in that there is zero evidence of repentance. Yeah. Where you compare that to Peter, who denies Jesus Christ, is scared of a servant girl, and curses, you know, about Christ. He he wants nothing to do with him. But his ends in in bitter tears and a repentance and a restoration. And 
So you, you have these examples of sin coming to two disciples and two different ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole there's a whole church in the book of Revelation, the Laodicean church, uh, where they've be- become lukewarm. They're neither hot nor cold. They're just uh, ind- indifferent. Yeah. And apparently the whole church has become indifferent to the gospel, indifferent to Christ. Yeah. And uh, he warns them, I will spew you out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, I think you maybe could make a case that the same is true of the Church of Ephesus. Yeah. Yeah. That they've lost their first love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which really in some ways is is what we're talking about with be, being mm-hmm. in a state of, of backsliding. Well, all the churches in Revelation where Jesus brings a charge against them uh, weren't things that they just kind of just stepped into. So again, not the daily stumblings, but a pattern had developed mm-hmm. in which they were engaging in disobedient behavior. And really all of those, let not all, but most of them, it, there is a call to repent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I want to point to an example in the Old Testament. So King Jehoshaphat, you know, they give the little epitaph of, of every king. Uh, this king did evil in the eyes of the Lord. King Jehoshaphat was a good king. Um, and the scripture says he was a good king. And yet he had a long season of backsliding because he had joined up with King Ahab, who was the most wicked king in Israel. And Jehu the prophet actually comes to him and rebukes him. And he says in Second Chronicles 19, should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, wrath has gone out against you from the Lord. Nevertheless, some good is found in you for you destroyed the Asherahs out of the land and you have set your heart to seek God. So he says, there are things that you have done that are good, but this area of your life over here, this is wrong and wicked and you need to repent of it. So um, I, I think there's examples everywhere. King David with his sin with you know Uriah and Bathsheba, that was no momentary issue. I mean, that that was a long drawn out Affair and and David I think writes about that um, not just in Psalm fifty one but I actually think that's what Psalm thirty two is about too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Psalm thirty two is David saying that for a long time he he didn't repent of his sin and that that was heavy upon him. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that it was it was crushing him. But that's the effect of unrepented sin. Yeah. So I think I think I can't prove that Psalm thirty two is during that time, but it seems like it was mm-hmm. that time of, of backsliding. Yeah, uh, the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. The way that that story begins, you know, he he wants his inheritance from his father, and he goes to a foreign land, and he squanders all the wealth, and he realizes when he, when he came to himself that he had sinned. I mean, that was a whole season of backsliding. Yeah, and uh, the older brother, too, yeah. is backslidden. Yeah. Uh, he thinks, uh, and we, we compared uh, the legalist and the libertine in the book of Corinthians and uh, the book of Galatians and the story of the waiting father is the same. Yeah. Uh, there's one son who goes off to the far country. There's another son who's a legalist who thinks he, he has earned his father's love, but he won't come into the party Yeah, and he won't embrace his brother. Yeah. And, and we don't uh, know the end of that story. And, and, I, it's and, a parable. And, that. And, and yeah, and, and Jesus leaves the parable, leaves us kind of hanging with the father out in the in, in the outer darkness, pleading with the older son to come in. Yeah. I'd like you guys' take on this. Where would you put the the prophet Jonah? 
Would you would you consider him an example of backsliding, or is that just because it, it feels even at the end of the book that he has not fully fully returned? Yeah, he he backslides and then he backslides again. But he, I don't know if I would categorize it as backsliding or just. Can we yeah. say jerk on the radio? <laughs> that, that's that's the word that I that you know with him. I, I that's the only way that I can categorize him is he was just a total jerk. But yeah, I, I also identify with Jonah. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he 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 only comes he he comes to uh, the center of faith when he's at, in the belly of the fish, and he he said salvation belongs to the Lord. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay, Jonah, you've got it, and you're passionately committed to the gospel. And the fish pukes him up, and then he goes to Nineveh, and he's right back where he where he began. Yeah. He doesn't right, like the fact that salvation belongs to the Lord. Yeah. yeah, which seems to be an indifference to the things of God, to the heart of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to Gospel for Life. We hope that this series on backsliding has been edifying to you. Again, our purpose is to help call those out who are living a, a secret life to return to the Lord to repent, to confess your sins, to get up off the ground, to follow Christ. That's what he died on the cross for. That's why he rose again on the third day, so you could be free. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. We will see you next time. 